Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. My co-host is my friend Sean. Hello. And today we are discussing episode two of The Courtship, which is Jane Austen meets The Bachelorette. In episode two, Miss Rumi and her suitors go on a picnic near the lake. The suitors need to row her and her court across the lake. Several of them take a dip intentionally there's talking by the lake there's a little bit of dancing and then there's a single date that her parents choose then there is the final ball where five suitors dance and three remain it starts off with miss remy her sister and her friend walking through the gardens in these beautiful colored gowns that really felt very spring-like she had a much more appropriate waistline as well. Her confessional dress, yes, was also much more mm. appropriate. Mr. Saffer, the model who did the dunking in the lake like Darcy in the very first episode, is super confident and goes on about the fact that he's six foot three and then poses in front of the other guys. He's got such a lovely smile, though. He really does. You get the feeling that he's laughing at himself a bit too. Well, I hope he is. It's the dimples that do it. There's a question about whether he flirts with Tessa, Miss Remy's friend, but that's quickly glazed over, but then it looks like in the preview for next week that that comes up again. When they're rowing on the lake, he says, sun's out, gun's out, and takes his shirt off. (laughs) Work with what you've got. But he was actually rowing her parents, not Miss Remy. Yeah, that was a little inappropriate. The guys look like pirates rather than regency gentlemen none of them are wearing coats all had open neck shirts i'm not complaining it was nice to see yes the parents get to pick the single date based on who they're most impressed with so instead of everyone lining up to talk to miss remy people are taking turns to talk to her and to talk to her parents which is really good otherwise she's just going to get really overwhelmed and There were several interruptions to her dates, and it did seem a little bit difficult. So three of the guys ended up rowing alone without anyone from her court. (laughs) And they sung Row Your Boat. Yes, they did a serenade. And then they decided that they would jump in to show that they were all in. And had the wet shirt look. Do note that for the rest of the episode, they were sporting blankets. Yes. Because perhaps they did not realise you were in England. And the water would have been very cold. Mr. King rode the mother and then talked about his mother, who was a single mother, mm. uh, and referred to her as his best friend. Then when he gets alone time with Miss Remy, I at first thought he was wasting his time because he was talking about fried chicken. But then he goes on to be really open and talk about his mother dying and his brother dying and both he and Miss Remy are crying. And he says that it's hard for him to open up, but... He very clearly is opening up right there. And he could see all the rest of the suitors were looking and thinking, hmm, this is not one we can interrupt. Which I'm glad it would have been really bad form to interrupt when they're both sitting there crying. Captain Kim, when talking to her parents, because she makes a comment at the end that he didn't really get to talk to her, but he does open up to her parents and he reveals that he was broken up with on Facebook and not even told about it, just his girlfriend changed her relationship status. 
that's painful. But he used it as a development point and he was working with a coach. And I think that's fantastic. That is fantastic. It, it's a sign of age thing, isn't it? I mean, A, he's 18 and B, he'd gone off to boot camp. And so was she 18 or was she 17? I mean, at that age, they can be incredibly immature. And it was an ex that she got back together with. I can remember breaking up with somebody and not knowing about it, except he ignored me on the train. Hang on a minute, we were going out last week. Yeah, that's a real lack of maturity, isn't it? No clear communication. Yes. So I think like putting things up on Facebook and changing status is like the modern version of that. And the difficulty it is actually to tell somebody face to face you're breaking up with them. Well, these days we can text. There's no excuse. You can text someone. But that's cowardly. It's better than ghosting. You'll have to explain ghosting to me. Ghosting is when the other person just stops responding. Well, I suppose that's what happened to me. With You got ghosted in person. I got ghosted before I knew what the term ghosted was. It's a horrible feeling, isn't it? And to open up. Like, it was terrible at the time, but I don't know that I ever thought about it five years later. I just thought, yeah, it's just a sign of that immaturity. Mr. Chapman talked about his dunk in the lake as a Darcy fantasy, which was quite funny. (laughs) He is quite hot. He looks like a cat. He does. I rather like Mr. Duncan. She thinks that Mr. Lux is deep, also potentially too cool. I was a bit confused about that, but I'm not surprised that he ended up on the dance card at the end. I think she thinks he's deep, but it's very difficult to get to that depth because he's so relaxed, so laid back. I'm not sure he's ever had to work for a relationship. That was kind of the impression I got. He's cool and he's hot and girls will flock to him, so he's never had to make any effort. Was he also a musician or was it... I think he was a musician. I think he's a musician too. Mr. Remy keeps asking the suitors what will keep your relationship going long term. Which is really interesting when the guys have only just met her. But you were pointing out that the guys should have done some prep work and thought about what they want in a relationship. Yeah, uh, every now and then there's little things that flash up and I think, you haven't done any research before you've turned up at this place. Asking questions like that, I would have expected them to have had some thoughts about what it is they were looking for and how they would have hoped to maintain a relationship. You know, some of those may have come from families where the parents were still together. They could have talked about their parents or they could have talked about another relationship that they've seen and what worked and what didn't work. Because it could also be, my parents didn't stay together and here are the reasons, so I want to avoid doing that. Mr. Hunter really seemed to get on well with the parents. Mm-hmm. He had travelled a lot and he's willing to move. Mr. Remy was like, well, that kind of mirrors our story. And he was 32, so he's that little bit older, wasn't he? Which means that he's probably more likely to want to settle down. And some of the other guys are coming off as a little Young. immature. Yes. Mr. Cones was mm. saying in the preview for next week that he's more about beer pong than cricket. So Mr. Hunter ends up getting... The single date to which he wears an orange cravat, which I think is terrible, but they made a joke about, so I think they also think is terrible. He talks about having southern manners, and then they end up making out in her bedroom. Not on her bed, though. No, no, on the sofa. Just long. Mr. Cones dances with Miss Remy at the lakeside, but he's mm. really pissed when they get interrupted. Because um, there's a few bad manners. 
but it was surprising when he got called for the last dance as well. But then she said she just did it because she wanted to spend more time with him, which I was waiting for her to do with somebody. This is always a problem with these sorts of shows about knowing when it's okay to interrupt. They have the setting. They could have servants and servants could bring a card and be like, so-and-so is here to call on you. Make it less awkward and less intrusive because you can say, no, I'm not ready. That actually could be quite nice, a little card with a little rose or something. She vibes with Mr Holland, who says that he's a teacher, but that seemed like he wasn't quite on her level. But she's only a software engineer. I'm thinking monetarily. Software engineers make a lot of money and teachers don't. Would that cause frictions later? I suppose it could, but teacher's one of those things that doesn't have the status, which is unfortunate because I think firstly... Teachers are vitally important and deserve a lot more status than they They have. They do. They do a lot of very hard work uh, and they are raising and educating the next generation because it's not just educating children spend most of their time with teachers, they are helping raise Mm. them. I wouldn't have minded him as a teacher. He was cute. All of them are cute. Not one of them is unattractive. No. The guys don't mind too much that Mr Hunter gets the single date. Because her parents like him, that's fine. But remember, her parents like the doctor, and he left. Captain Kim gets a dance again, but he stays, which is good, because I like him. Actually, in some respects, he seems very Darcy-like. He's not as open as some of the others. She says, last time I asked you to be more vulnerable, but I don't feel like you had any time with me, which, how is he meant to amongst all those people? But she does say, you were vulnerable with my family, Mm. and that counts. Mr. Mumbre is another in the final dance. The family really like him. The sister is actually swooning over him, which is lovely. I love how into it her court are. They really are. I liked his comment about it was the first time he's ever met the parents of his girlfriend. But someone else was saying they'd not really had a relationship before. Mm. And I wonder whether that's a red flag or not. I'm not sure it really is these days. I mean, people are spread out. You may be going out with somebody whose family is on the other side of the country. So until you're actually getting truly serious, you may never be introduced to them. The last gentleman to go is Mr. Kessler. He thought he was in because he was one of the guys that dove in the lake. But Miss Remy was not feeling it. No. It felt really quick. It's the normal length of an episode, but it felt like things happened very quickly. She hardly got to spend time with these guys, and then she has to decide who to keep and who goes. I suppose really what they're doing, though, is they're transmitting 40 minutes of shorts. They would have obviously been in the lake for an hour, albeit they looked like they were going around in circles most of that time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe half an hour, because they would have got a bit cold after they jumped in. And then they were sitting on the lawn for a while. Those things would have been longer than what we saw. It's cut, so it's, it's very short, to allow f- to, to listen to the interviews of the people, which are usually done after. So it's really hard to know just how much time she has actually spent with anybody. Because superficially, you're right, it doesn't look like very much at all. The thing that I find very strange is she seems to be so into all of them. She makes eye contact, she smiles. She's, She's flirting the whole time. She does seem to have feelings for them too, really quickly, which is great. Mm. 
but she's also upfront about it. She mm. tells them, look, I'm attracted to you. One of the guys who left, she said, I find you attractive, but she didn't say, I'm attracted to you. It's all new to me. I don't watch things like The Bachelorette or The Bachelor because I find them so artificial. I do like the idea of bringing the court in because when it boils down to it, we're often not very capable of making good judgment calls ourselves. Mr. Boccaccino or whatever his name is, there was by the billiard table and they're talking about wonder if she'll get a first kisser and, and he said nothing. He was the first date, but he'd had kissed her and I thought that was good because you don't kiss and tell. I think that was very gentlemanly of him. Yes. The gentleman whose name we cannot pronounce. Yes. And that is our discussion of episode two of The Courtship. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at francisduncanwrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening and we wish you happy watching. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!